0: previously on the original cast i'm curious what are your if you had to say your top three cast albums Cast albums yeah oh wow that's a good question um the i mean i would say gosh that's a such a great question i have just returned from lawrence massachusetts where eight weeks ago the workers there went on strike they are starving, their children have died But they are holding firm And we must support them It was winter in New York As the snow began to fall And the Workmen's hall had not a seat to spare When a young man ducked inside Just to warm himself was all The night that Goldman spoke at Union Square. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. Hello everybody. Well, as you heard there on that little uh opening section, Liz Callaway during our conversation <laughs> asked me a perfectly cromulate question uh and I did not have an answer to it. Just flat didn't know what the answer was and it really took me off guard. Um, but uh, it got me thinking about what my what my ten favorite cast albums would be. I know she only asked about three, but like, what would my ten favorite cast albums be? Uh, favorite with a U. And um I started to make a list because that's what those of us who are like me do. And uh, I made a list of my ten favorite casts. I did it. I started with a list of like of like forty and culled it down to ten. And uh, I'm gonna share them with you here today. This are my, Ten favorite cast albums today, um, and some of which we've covered on the show. I think more than ha- actually looks like seven of which we've done on the show, so that's pretty good. Um, but three others that have yet to come up um, as main episodes. One of which, for for very obvious reasons, which you'll, we'll get to in a minute. Um, and this is the first one we're going to talk about right here, which I talked about with Elliot Dash back in 2018, and it's of course Ragtime. Unexploded, wanting life, but never knowing how My brother, life has meaning, I'll show you how you know? My brother, you are with us there. He was calling out her name, shouting what he did not know And he found that he was standing on a chair With a heart as clean and new as the freshly fallen snow I've been waiting for you at Union Square. It's it's just an incredible album, which I obviously articulated with Elliot uh, so well. But that song, particularly, The Night the Goldman Spoke in Union Square, is just, I think, my favorite, favorite, favorite song uh, on the album. It's just so much fun. It's so rousing. It really just, like... It, it just gets me going every single time. And it's one of my 10 favorite musicals without question, but uh, that album is just so very, very good. And we almost talked about it um, again next week with uh, next week's guest, uh, David Loud, who also hilariously, it, this never came up um, during my conversation with Liz because uh, David was also in the um, original Broadway cast of another show that Liz was in the original Broadway cast of that uh, that uh, is my next favorite cast album uh, of all time and you can probably guess what it is <laughs> I've talked about it on the show twice now, and we talked about it with James Gardner and Paul Scanlon. It came up, obviously, last week with Liz, as she was in the original cast. It's going to come up, I'm sure, next week with David Loud. Um, I, I adore this album. I think it's an incredibly good album, and it is a, an excellent demonstration of how an album can really make a show bigger than it was as a, as a piece of theater, that is a, a piece of music. It really, you know, this is the album, is the reason that this show is something people go, oh God, like this should have been a huge hit. It's entirely because of this album and what Thomas C. Shepard did to that score. Um, and this song, this is the song for me. This is the song that is only on this version of this album and I think it's fantastic and it's a crime to me that it's not in the show. I get all the reasons it's not in the show. I've understood like... The, I've heard the explanations, I get it I totally get it, 120% disagree I think this song is absolutely amazing I think it sets up Frank exactly right Puts us right in the world And uh, it's just so much fun And every other version has been chasing this song And uh, so yeah It's Merrily We Roll Along, specifically It's Rich and Happy just because I'm rich And famous And therefore Happy to Uh, going on from there, what else should we talk about here? I've got a bunch of. Well, I guess it's probably pretty. We should be kind of obvious about like how these things are going to be going to be covered uh, and what uh, which ones we're definitely going to get to. This one will come as no surprise to anyone uh, because it was also talked about last week. Another hundred people just got off of the train and came up through the ground. line. another hundred people just got off of the bus and are looking around at another hundred people who got off of the plane and. Are the train and the plane the boss maybe yesterday. It's, you know, it's, it's company. We talked about it last week. We talked about it before with Star Johnson. It's come up with other Sondheim shows. Um, it's a, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. It's an amazing achievement. We talked about it last week. But this song specifically is the one that I'm the most interested in on this album um, is another hundred, this version of another hundred people because no other album, I don't think has these same Jonathan tunic orchestrations and the way Thomas Shepard records them is, is absolutely perfect. And it's, I, I have talked about this before on the It's my favorite scene in the DA Pennebaker documentary where he mixes. So you hear the different little moments back and forth, specifically the one that I absolutely adore is um is uh, when you start to hear the Bobby Bobby baby Bobby booby in the horns in the background, which you can kind of hear in the recording. Uh, you can kind of hear when you do it live. You can absolutely hear it in this uh, in this recording, and I'll play it for you right now. I'm trying to think now if I should round out the times or if I should go to the... Yeah, I'm going to round out the times This is also not going to come as any surprise to uh, to anybody that this particular uh, album is, the, is is on my list. You could tell me not to go Say it to me Tell me not to go Tell me that you're hurt Tell me you're relieved Tell me that you're bored Anything but don't assume i know tell me what you feel what i feel you know exactly how i feel sorry i forgot to turn the volume down because i was listening because it's just amazing uh again whole episode on sunny the park with george is my favorite musical uh and it's my favorite musical to a great extent because of this cast album because it was the first album i heard but this song specifically is the high point of the album to me there's this great three-song run which you talk about a lot on this show actually these albums that have these three-song runs and the three-song run of uh, finishing the hat we do not belong together into beautiful and then into sunday which i mean god just makes me weep um but this is what's on this album this is bernadette peters and mandy Patinkin can go into town on each other and doing it in What feels like, I mean, one completely raw take. I don't know what take this was. I'd love to find out. But they just tear into each other in this scene. And Bernadette really especially leaves it all on the floor. And I'm just absolutely here for it. Next, uh, next where are we going to go? Where are we going to go next? Where are we going to go? We've done this show. Yeah, I'll tell you what, gang. This is the one that absolutely started it all, and it may have been that one for you. A lot of people my age, it was. the first cast album I think I really, really ever heard. Who is this man? What sort of devil is he? To have me caught in a trap and choose to let me go free. It was his hour at last to put a seal on my face. Wipe out the past and watch me clean off the slate. All it would take was a flick of his knife vengeance was his and he gave me back my life damned if I live in the dead of a thief damned if I yield at the end of the chase I am the law and the law is not mocked I spit his pity right back in his face there is nothing on earth that we share it is either Valjean or Javert yeah, It's lame is. of course it is it's, it's absolutely the first cast album for most people in Gen X I think that really got you like Got you going. Uh, We had the cassette. Um, Listen to it in the car all the time. I've told the story. We've we've talked about three different versions of This one we did with Evan Casey. This was like episode, this was like interview three or four. Um, And I don't remember if I articulated really at the time. What makes this version the version for me is this man right here, is Terrence Mann as Javert. You can say what you want about Philip Quast. You can say what you want about, um, about Roger Allum, you know, they're all, they're really good. Both of them are fantastic. There's a lot of great Javert's out there, but Terrence Mann for me is Javert. I don't know what it is about him specifically that makes all the other ones less than to me, but his Javert is, is that and the synthesizers are what make this album just absolutely magnificent and just not to be missed. An absolutely formative, uh, formative album for me. And must I now begin to doubt Who never doubted all these years My heart is stone and still it trembles The world I have known is lost in shadows Is he from heaven or from hell? And does he know That granting me my life today this man has killed me, even so. Next is uh, is an album that uh, the last one, no, we've done two, uh, two more to go that we've done on this show. And this one is one, uh, an odd one for me, um, but an important one because it was one of the big albums that pulled me back into musical theater in terms of the fact that I I'd sort of started to think music theater couldn't do anything new or interesting or surprising anymore and then I heard um, this recording and it it, uh, reminded me that uh, no, music theater can do all things all the time. Uh, yeah, it's the last five years. Uh, John Rubin and I talked about it. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Musical uh, starts infinite arguments among people. <laughs> Only two characters, neither from behave very well. Uh, which one behaves worse? Um, but it was this song, really, and those cellos specifically that uh, that really drew me. The minute, the first time I heard this album, I just went, "Oh, this is different." And then Sherry Renee Scott comes comes in and just bleeds all over everything and just makes you feel all the feelings and sets you up so great for what you're about to hear which is you know 60 70 minutes of these two people destroying each other which is you know that's just solid that's just entertainment folks what else are you gonna do you know let's come in hot the last the last of these 10 albums that we have covered on on this show and uh, specifically the what i think it's not my favorite song in the musical it's not the best song in the musical but it's the best song on this album today i woke up with a feeling that i did not recognize oh, our happy life seems far away And that's when I knew. Oh, oh, oh. Everything's all right, babe, when we're together. When we're together. So it's funny, right? Like, this is one of my other all time favorite musicals, obviously. I've talked to the interview where I, uh, that Carrie Ginsburg did of me for our 100th guest, uh, who was me, in case you're a new listener to this podcast. Um, this musical changed everything for me. It's the reason I started this podcast. Uh, it's the reason I came back to music theater in earnest. But this song on this album is just amazing. I mean, really, I cannot explain to you how great. I mean, the drums, the drums alone, like the drum fill when they come out into the tacit, is just like. How do you make a sound like that? How do you and how do you put it on recording? It's just it, it blows my mind. You gotta. Well, it's coming up here. Take a listen. From that way. Seriously, like nothing, in no drums in the world have the right to sound that good. It's just absolutely remarkable. Just incredible song, incredible album, uh, fun home. Speaking of drums, here's a cast album. Um, this might be a controversial choice. The, uh, <laughs> we've, got, we've got three more here that uh, we have not done on the show. And they they may be controversial choices. I don't know. I'll be interested to hear what you guys think of this it's a it's a show i don't know that we've done i don't think we've done this show period uh it is one of my favorite musicals Uh, but this album version of this musical logan colwell block and i completely agree is the best recorded version of this particular uh musical I don't know if it's heresy or not. I don't. I don't think it is. But to me, the 1976 co- uh, 1976 concept album of Avita is amazing. It sounds incredible. The arrangements are so intense, and the mix is is in your face. You are completely inside of this show, and. I can't, this is all I ever want to listen to is this version. A lot of it, the arrangements and and stuff about it is untenable for stage. Like, you couldn't adapt this recording directly to stage. And, of course, they didn't. A lot of what, like, Hal Prince did was take this musical that they had sort of written for an LP and then make it an actual show that people could produce. Um, And, you know, that was the great work that he did on this show. But, like, this recording to me is just, like... It's everything. It sounds so good. The performances are also good. you got Colm Wilkinson again here as as, as Che. Um, Paul Jones' Perone is fantastic. It's just so great. I absolutely love this album. So if you've never heard the original concept album of Evita and you like Evita, highly recommend. It, it, you will not have Fatty Lepone and Mandy Patinkin on it. Fair? Fair. And it's not a vote against that. It's a vote for this and these little like guitar solo things like this. Hey son, it's your dad I didn't want Nothing Just thought I would call And say up?" To my Number one son If you call me back I mean, it's also, it's another show that had an incalculable effect on me, and that was the first time I heard A Strange Loop. Uh, again, Logan Caldwell-Block telling me I have to hear this. Um, it's an amazing musical, and the album really, really captures it Perfectly. Um, this did come up during, so when Liz asked what are my like three favorite cast albums were, I should say like, you heard the tiny Hem and Haw version, but I edited out like 10 solid minutes of me trying to think of answers. And this is one that came up and it kind of surprised me that it did, but it it is, you know, an album I've listened to cumulatively, probably just as much as sort of Les Mis or, or some of the other ones. Um... And it's just it's absolutely a crucial crucial album and this song specifically didn't want nothing um, is is one that really affects me specifically Record like the way it's recorded on this um, and it just I think it's remarkable I can't say enough about a strange loop if you haven't gotten it because it won the Pulitzer and yet and all that get strange loop it's amazing you got that fat student loan. So these have all been fairly modern. We've got, what do we got here? we got 1970, 76, 81, 84, 87, 98, 2002, 2015, 2019. No classics on here. I can hear kind of the purists out there saying, I do have a classic for you. I have something from, I guess it's it's post-Golden Age, pre-company, um, But it's an album that I absolutely adore. It's another album that was important for getting me into uh, musicals because I was in this musical before I knew it existed. It was one of those I got cast in it, Um, and then heard the cast album and all that. And uh, it is just like, it's, it's just a lot of fun. She keeps filling up the hut with rubbish Like flowers and plants And not only is it overcrowded it's loaded with ants She is definitely too intrusive A nuisance And yet She's an interesting creature This year Yeah, it's Appletree. 1966, original Broadway cast of Appletree. Listen, Appletree, three-act musical that's, musical, that's super she's hard to do. Um, to is Alan Alda a great singer? No. Is Barbara Harris? Yes, in her Tony she's Award-winning role, she's great. Um, it's 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 one of these pieces of art that comes along after an artist. Cre- I'm always very interested in what an artist gets to do after they've had a huge hit, because they generally get a blank check to sort of create whatever. And so Bach and Harnick make Fiddler on the Roof, and it's a phenomenon. You know, it's an absolute phenomenon, and they're sort of they can do whatever they want. And so what they do is this three-act musical (laughs) with the stories of The Diary of Adam and Eve based on Mark Twain, The Lady or the Tiger, and Passionella by Jules Pfeiffer, Um, a a story that tons of people tried, including Stephen Sondheim, to adapt. And and it is... Is it great? No. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But it is a tremendous amount of fun all the way through. And it is... A joy to me And, and I am You know it, it's a hard one I would love to direct this To sort of get inside of it And figure out like exactly what's going on um, But it, I don't know that I could It just that would be my goal Would be to figure out like What are, what are you What are you What are you exactly Because um, I don't know that it knows So I don't know that it would be able to tell us uh, But you know it's so much fun if you don't know The Apple Tree you should go listen to The Apple Tree it's it's just it's a lot of fun the original cast I, 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 I've I never heard the revival I don't want to hear the revival I love the original so much so I, I speak only for Barbara Harris Larry Blyden and Alan Alda pre-MASH Alan Alda directed by Mike Nichols it's Bach and Harnick you absolutely cannot go wrong um is it too long probably does it lag in the middle yes is the book flawed absolutely They should have hired somebody else to write the book bach and Hardik wrote their own book for this which i think was a big mistake but it, i love it so much and it's just like this is great it's a great show with uh with great songs and is a lot of fun um and those are my 10 favorite cast albums uh right now i'm going to stress that like if, he, if i recorded this a day later i would it might be a different list i don't entirely know but um it's just it's a joy to talk about this and to think about this every now and again. I'm glad I'm glad Liz brought it up. I hope you enjoyed the episode with Liz uh that aired last week. Next week, it's David Loud talking about the Scottsboro boys. That's the next one we're doing. And then let's see what's coming up after that. After that, we got some really fun stuff coming up here. We've got um we're going to be talking about six that is on the horizon we're going to be talking about spring awakening again we're going to be talking about dirty rotten scoundrels i have booked a guest who was the subject of a previous intermission again it keeps happening i have to do one with like i mean i've talked about sondheim so much i guess there's like no chance he's going to come on but you know i'm just going to keep talking about people that i that i really really enjoy and hopefully they'll be on the show um so got some great shows coming up for you guys Uh, of course we're doing Sondheim movies over on the Patreon, Uh, a little night music's up we're doing Dick Tracy next, you're going to absolutely love it Um, go to patreon.com slash originalcastpod, write a review on Apple Podcasts and and leave it there for people to find uh, if you care to, thank you so much for listening I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't I have rehearsal I am the first to face this problem I am the first to have this dream How can I harness his attention? How can I harvest his esteem? Am I sufficiently attractive? Should I do something with my hair? Is there some something that will please him? What should I wear? What is the source of this congestion That I must learn to rise above? Is there a name for this condition? Yes, there's a name, and it is hell.